Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa mawala wa ba'du. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts. This is episode number 26. I'm your host, Malana Irshad Siddiq. And alhamdulillah, today we look at Jews number 26. It contains six surahs. All of them represent a variety of themes. These include three Makkan suwar, Surah Al-Ahqaf and the last two surahs in the Jews, Surah Qaf and Surah Dhariyat. The other three surahs in this Jews are Madan and Suwar, meaning they were revealed after the Hijrah. Surah Muhammad, Surah Al-Fatih and Surah Al-Hujurat. Each surah has its own theme and many powerful lessons. Surah Al-Ahqaf is the final surah in a string of suwar focused on the importance of the revelation of the Qur'an. It begins with a reminder that Allah did not create the heavens and earth without a purpose and that the Qur'an was revealed to show us our purpose. Allah says, The sending down of the scripture is from God, the honorable, the wise. We did not create the heavens and the earth and what lies between them except with reason and for a finite period, but the blasphemers continue to ignore the warnings they receive. The surah includes a mention of the people of Ad and the consequences of their rejection of the message. This story was relevant to the people of Makkah because they were aware of Ad and what happened to them. The surah was a warning that they would face the same consequences if they rejected the truth. Allah says, We had empowered them in the same way as we empowered you, and we gave them hearing and sight and minds. But neither their hearing nor their sight nor their minds availed them in any way. That is because they disregard the revelations of Allah, and so they became surrounded by what they used to ridicule. The next three surahs are short Madan and Suwar, focused on a variety of Madan and themes. Surah Muhammad highlights the differences between the believers and the hypocrites, where believers are expected to be brave, righteous and steadfast. In return, they are promised paradise. The hypocrites, on the other hand, pretend to be pious while their hearts are full of cowardice and malice. Their end is disgrace in both worlds. We are supposed to reflect on the two descriptions and ensure we fall on the right side of this description. May Allah make it so. Ameen. Surah Al-Fatih was revealed after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, which took place in the seventh year after the Hijrah. In this surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared the treaty a clear victory. But this was very difficult for the companions because at that time the treaty seemed unfair against them and favoring the mushrikun. However, it did in fact prove to be the greatest victory for the Muslims as it opened the doors to peace, expansion, mass conversion. More people embraced Islam after Hudaybiyah in the life of the Prophet till the end of his life than in all the years preceding the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. Subhanallah. And eventually the conquest of Makkah also came about as a result of the Mushrikun breaking the treaty that was signed at Hudaybiyah. This surah also includes a powerful testimony of Allah's acceptance of the good deeds of the companions. This verse is considered among the strongest evidence for the high status of the companions in Islam. But what's interesting about this verse is that, although different, it applies to us 
as it applies to the companions radiyallahu ta'ala anhum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَعَدَ أَنْ أَقُولَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Indeed, Allah is pleased with the believers إِذْ يُبَايِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ When they took the pledge of allegiance or the bay'ah with you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, underneath the tree at Ridwan, فَعَلِمَ مَا فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ And Allah knew what was in their hearts. فَأَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ So he allowed the tranquility to descend upon them. وَأَثَابَهُمْ فَتْحًا قَرِيبًا And he rewarded them with a near victory. Now, yes, this is speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being pleased with the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum first and foremost. And we can never take that meaning away, subhanallah. But can it also refer to us? Well, if we are willing to pledge allegiance with the Prophet ﷺ by way of following his sunnah and pledging that we would follow his sunnah in our lives, then we fall under a similar bracket and Allah will be pleased with us as well. And other verses in the Qur'an testify to this, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهِ Say, if you love Allah, then follow me, then Allah will love you. So by adopting the love and obedience to the Prophet Allah will be pleased with us and Allah will love us. And then on top of that, we should also make sure that we follow him والسلام, not just externally, but internally as well. Because Allah knows what was in the hearts of the Sahaba. It was not the idea or the act of, you know, pledging allegiance per se, although that was the expression of what was happening, but the real core of what motivated that was inside their hearts, that they were submitters to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Allah knew the condition of their hearts. So similarly, in our following of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah knows the conditions of our hearts. So if we want Allah to be pleased with us, we need to make sure our intentions are sincere. May Allah make us sincere and keep us sincere. Ameen. And then when we attain that, فَأَنزَلَ السَّكِينَةَ عَلَيْهِمْ Then Allah Ta'ala will allow the tranquility that we seek, that all of us seek. We may not say it, we may not even realize it, but what we are seeking in the life of this world, amid the rat race, of this world, or rat races, I should say, we are all seeking to get a sense of tranquility, a sense of contentment. We're all waiting for the day where we feel as though we've arrived. But the reality is, the temporary dunya that we exist in, it can never offer us that day. We will never feel complete. We will never feel completely content. We will never feel true, lasting tranquility. Outside of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance in this world. It is only with the remembrance of Allah that hearts find true contentment. Nothing matches that. And if we want that contentment to accompany us in our lives, then we need to make a concerted effort to purify our hearts and intentions and do the good deeds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to do. And we will get that contentment, insha'Allah. Allah bi dhikri Allahi tatma inno al-qulub. 
It's not out of the reach of anyone. In fact, Allah placed it well within our reach and it is to engage in abundance of Allah's remembrance. May Allah grant us that. Ameen. And not only will he give us the sakina or the tranquility, qariba, And he opened up for them by rewarding them with a near victory. We always need Allah for something or the other in our lives, whether we realize it or not. Our very own breathing, the blood pumping through our veins, we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by having a relationship with our Rabb subhanahu wa ta'ala, we could potentially make life a lot easier for us because Allah will reward us by opening up the pathways for us. Whosoever has complete taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is taqwa? Consciousness of God, awareness of God, acknowledgement of His existence subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whosoever has that, Allah Azza wa Jal will make a way out for that person. What does that mean Allah will make a way out for that person? It means that Allah will always be there to assist that person through the challenges of life. Subhanallah. Will this person still have challenges? Of course the person will have challenges. But instead of turning to dunya or turning to shaitan or turning to nafs, when those challenges arise, this person will first and mostly turn to Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who perpetually turn to Him, constantly turn to Him. May we be from among those who turn to Allah ta'ala and never give up. And with that we pray and make dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us an accepted dua. Ameen. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen. سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله وإليك يرجع الأمر كله على نيته وسره اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك ولعظيم سلطانك فلك الحمد يا رب لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك فلك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد إذا رضيت عنا دائما أبدا اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وفي الآخرين وفي كل وقت وحين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين يا الله we come to you as humble submissive slaves Ya Allah, we come to you with our hearts open and our hands extended, begging of your mercy, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. We come to you with hearts that have been stained with darkness by all of the sins that we've perpetrated and committed on our limbs. Ya Rabb, we beg of you to take these dirty hearts and wash them clean. We beg of you to take these stained hearts and get rid of the stains for us, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, we beg of you to take these rusty hearts these diseased hearts and we beg of you Ya Rabb to turn them afresh and turn them new and grant back to us pure hearts, clean hearts, hearts that know you, hearts that love you. Ya Allah, we are the causes of the destruction of our own lives and our own world. Ya Rabb, this is our weakness 
and we are your servants. Ya Allah, we have no one else to turn to. We turn to you and we beg of you to wash our sins away. Wash our bad habits away. Wash our bad deeds away. Ya Ar-Rahman Rahimeen. Oh Allah, we beg of you by your mercy to grant us clean hearts, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, you had said in your Quran, Ya Rabb, that only those who cleanse themselves will be successful. Ya Allah, we need you to cleanse our hearts. We need you to cleanse our hearts of the diseases of the hearts, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, cleanse our hearts of the kibr, the arrogance, the lust, the unlawful lust, the hatred, the anger, the resentfulness, the love of dunya, the greed, the sloth, the gluttony. Ya Rabbil Alameen, we beg of you to clean our hearts of the hasad, the ghiba. Ya Rabb, we ask you to, to clean our hearts, Ya Allah, of all of the ghil, the ill feelings that we have in our hearts for our fellow brothers and sisters. Ya Allah, we have no more space in our hearts for all of these, these dead weights, Ya Rabb. We ask of you to remove these weights from our shoulders, remove these weights from our hearts, that we may come to you with clean hearts, Ya Rahman Rahimin, that we may have clean hearts to present before you in the day of Qiyamah, that we may have clean hearts to present before Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Allah, that when we come to him in the day of Qiyamah, wanting to drink of that sweet drink from his blessed hand, that drink after which we experience no thirst thereafter. Ya Rabb, let us not be ashamed when we appear before him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ya Allah, we beg of you to grant us of his intercession on the day of Qiyamah. Ya Rabb, we beg of you to grant us the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in our lives. Ya Allah, grant us his love in our ways. Ya Rabb, Allow our lives to be modeled on his life and the life of his family, Ya Rahman Rahimin. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us closer to the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Guide us by his way, Ya Rahman Rahimin. Ya Allah, we beg of you to reform our lives and bring it in accordance with the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Rabbi, we want to be with him in Jannah. Ya Rabbi, we beg of you to reform our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we beg of you to grant us the characteristics of Nubuwa, the characteristics of the prophets and messengers. Ya Allah, we ask of you to grant us some of the beautiful akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We ask that you adorn our characters, Ya Allah. Adorn our characters with Iman. Adorn our character with Quran, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Adorn our character with the blessings of Ramadan and the blessings of the taqwa that we attain in the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, accept our deeds from us, Ya Allah. Do not reject them, Ya Ar-Rahman Rahimin. Ya Allah, we turn to you and we beg of you because you are Ar-Rahman and you are our Allah. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fi al-akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhab al-nar. Wa adkhilna al-jannata ma'a al-abrar, ya aziz, ya ghaffar, ya rabb al-alameen. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammadin al-nabiyy al-ummiyy wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين جزاكم الله خيرا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته